0: And welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Talae Anderson. This week...
2: A lot of
3: times the funding is, is, is centred and triggered towards the high performance, but, you know, grassroots rugby league is struggling, too, it's fair to say.
0: New Zealand Māori Rugby League is working with the sports national body in reviewing the way the game is being delivered to ensure Māori and Pacifica clubs are being included. Samoa men sevens coach, Mulianga Tele Brian Lima, believes it could take two years for the team to become contenders again on the World Series. And the niggles never truly go away, but Fijian winger Patrick Osborne is confident his legs still have a few miles left in them. But first, the New Zealand Māori Rugby League is working with the sports national body in reviewing the way the game is being delivered to ensure Māori and Pacifica community clubs are being included. As part of the government's sport recovery package, New Zealand Rugby League Chief Executive Greg Peters confirmed the NZMRL was providing support in the second of three phases which looked at national and regional organisations rebuilding and operating successfully post-COVID-19, including new operating models and more collaboration. Former Kiwis player Tony Kemp wrote an explosive open letter to the NZRL demanding more Māori and Pacifica voices be included at the decision-making table and for more funding to filter down to the grassroots game. NZMRL chairman John Devonshire said Kemp's letter was very real and NZRL's current delivery model was not working across Aotearoa.
3: All of us have been thinking, and, and he's, he's quite passionate and uh, he's, he's got a deep... Um, uh, uh, affiliation uh, with the game uh, and, and rugby league across a number of spectrums, and I, I thought he was right on the money and um, uh, he did uh, contact me and to see what he was up to and and I, I'm very supportive of him.
0: What's your relationship like with New Zealand rugby League?
3: Oh I have a good relationship with New Zealand rugby league. Um, yeah uh, with Greg Peters and over many years and I'm talking over a twenty thirty year um period. That, so we, so we, we, we're okay. We're okay. Uh, however, I, I do have, a, a take exception of their model. I don't think it's working. And I'm not only talking with New Zealand Māori Rugby League, uh, Potohan, but I'm talking with clubs at and around the, uh, the Rohes of, of Aotearoa. It's not working. We've got clubs going to the wall. We've, we've lacked a little bit of, um, investment. Uh, and, and, and the trickle-down effect hasn't really happened with, uh, with grants from national boards like Sport New Zealand and funders and, and, and it does need to be reviewed and I can tell you that it has been reviewed. There's a Strength and, a, and a Adapt um, program that the New Zealand Rugby League is rolling out and we're part of that and that's that's come about um, just recently.
0: Has that come since his open letter?
3: Oh, it was already in the pipeline but um, it, it's just a timing thing and, and um, he, you know, he, there, there's, there's points within his uh that that I agree with, and, and that we need to address because it's it's a little bit bigger than just um, uh, tokenism and 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 come and have a workshop and and here here's uh, here's five grand and now go away, you know, like um, yeah, it's bigger than that because because in rural New Zealand in the country, rugby league is a way of life. You know, I'm talking in the, in the towns like Tokoro and Huntby and Ngārua here and, and Ngāti Piki'o. And, you know, the, the rugby league is, is what we, we live and breathe. It's generational, and especially around Māori and a lot of Pacifica and Auckland. You know, it, it's, it's a way of life. And, and that, that fact hasn't been recognised, I believe, in the past by the NZRL.
0: What are you hoping to, to bring to the table?
3: We just want to be treated fairly, treated with respect. Uh, and, and, and be be partial some decisions that affect the game, especially from a Maori point of view. So um, you know, you know, I'm not after any special favours. All we want to be treated is treated with respect and and fair, and be acknowledged, and be acknowledged. And if there's if there's grants and things coming from Wellington Sport, New Zealand, and that, hey, Maori and Pacific are a part of that. We're a great part of the game. Our numbers in the game and participation numbers are huge, and yet, we struggle, you know. We're still doing the lotto drops in the chicken. Doesn't make sense. And, and we have a, a, a what we call a, a Pacifica tell it All Rugby League Collective, and we're working through that at the moment. And we have each of those nations has a representative. And yeah, um, some of the initiatives, uh, the very first ones came uh, through the Warriors and ourselves. But but it's a shared responsibility, and, and that's why uh, even with uh, Tony Kemp's uh, panui uh, from a Maori perspective. But also, let's not forget our Pacific Island brothers. You know, it's about Indigenous people, Indigenous cultures, and we got to grow the game together. He has a lot of references to the ARL, and 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 you and I both know the the number of percentages that bring up um, that Pacifica bring to the table in terms of rugby league. So, yeah, we we are part of that, and it's a, it's, a, it's a collective. And I'm pleased to say, uh, we're going well. We're going well, and it, it's progressing. Each, you know, each stage, every meeting, we develop, uh, and, and now, um, you know, we're helping each other, and, and that's, and I think, that's a wonderful thing that we are supportive of each other.
0: NZ MRL Chairman John Devonshire, <laughs> Samoa Men's Sevens coach Mulianga Tele Brian Lima believes it could take two years for the team to become contenders again on the World Series. The most capped player in Manu Samoa history succeeded Sir Gordon Titchens as head coach of the Manu Sevens last month. The former assistant coach told Vinnie Wiley his focus is on developing a squad of local players to compete on the world stage.
2: At the moment the key is to develop uh, all these players and develop uh, a pool of players, a depth. I think that's what we lack here in Ireland, is the lack of depth. for so, um, we put together a plan to develop a pool of players so that uh, when you play well for the Sevens and the Manu Samoa coach uh, wants some of the players and then they move on, there's a pool of players to fit in and to cover all those players. So that's the aim. Competing in the uh, the World Series is not that easy, but I'm sure if these players will play a lot in, that, um, in the tournament and they learn a lot and they uh, cope for the... Uh, the World Series. I'm sure after one or two years, uh, Samoa will be at the top of uh, the World Series. Do you,
1: do you believe there is enough talent in Samoa to be competitive?
2: Oh, definitely, yes. Uh, there's a lot of talent here in Samoa. And that's why I uh, select the 45 uh, talent and players to bring into the HPU to develop and uh, fill some caps. Yeah, and then uh, looking for a tournament to compete and, and so and I believe and trust there's a lot of uh, talent here in Samoa but they need, they need to develop some traps here before uh, they uh, compete in the World Series
1: yeah, and you've got a very interesting I guess situation at the moment where we don't know when the World Series is going to resume uh, obviously the Dubai and Cape Town legs were cancelled uh, the Hamilton and Sydney legs were cancelled this week as well so um, Samoa also has the Olympic qualifying tournament at some point in the future. So, 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 how do you kind of try and prepare for the, for, for for what's to come when you actually don't know when that's going to happen? That's
2: the focus at the moment. Uh, there's no tournament coming up, but the focus now is to train these boys and develop and fill them caps for any tournament coming up from the World Rugby and World Series. Uh, I think the main focus is to develop these boys uh at the time of the uh, the river charge uh, in june and that's our aim is to qualify for the olympics so that's the good thing for now is to start, it's a focus to develop these boys uh develop and enhance the caps and ensure um, enough there's by the time of the river charge and uh, in june they are ready
1: of being that Brian, I guess Samoa is one of the more fortunate countries, of course currently COVID-free. Uh, you've been able to enjoy over the past month watching the National Sevens Series uh, four legs and there were some local competitions before that. Uh, obviously at the weekend, uh Patasi were crowned champions and you then named your 45-man squad. What did you make of what you've seen over the last uh, month or more in, in Samoa locally in, in, in the Sevens game?
2: Well, I'm looking for... Um the, uh, the consistency of players. It's good that the uh, circuit sort of uh, organized by the Samoa Rugby Union for four weeks. Uh, now, the Spartans selected for 45 players, so we're going to train them. And there's another tournament that we plan by the Rugby Union, I think it's in November. At the moment, I think the union will focus on domestic competitions now because of the COVID-19, and um, that's what I'm looking for in the last uh, four weeks, is the consistency of uh, the challenge in Samo.
1: So the 45 players that you've got together at the moment, will they play matches inter-squad against each other, you know, the best of the best? Or?
2: Yes, that's part of the plan. Uh, 45 players, and they will divided into four teams, and we will compete with each other. And maybe we can pick the first 20, and the other 20 is for the development
1: one of the players that you've selected in your wider squad is Gordon Lankilda, who, uh, of course, had a year out of rugby after the incident at the Sevens World Cup back in 2018. I know. Do you think it's a case of he's he's done his sort of time and deserves his chance again, or what? What's his sort of frame of mind?
2: Well, I think Gordon. I think he's learned a lot from what he's done, and uh, he played um, in the last four weeks, and he he played well. And I'm sure he learned a lot from that and he put his hand up. He wants to play for the Sevens again. So, uh, I was talking to Gordon and he's aiming to get back to the Sydney. So that's a good sign. But yeah, um, he needs a lot of, uh, other things to improve, but I think he wants to play for the Sevens this year to next year.
1: And the Samoa Rugby Union also came out and backed your appointment, because uh, obviously, uh, when you had your conviction back in 2014, you stood down from uh, your roles with Manu Samoa, etc. And you know you've come out and said that you know you've learnt a lot from your experience personally as well, um, and, and you know that you've paid the price for that. Um, do you feel you have done your time as well, and what, and what have you learnt from that experience, and, and, and what well, can that teach your Dan, players?
2: I i here to help the, uh, the Samoa rugby and also the development, so I will move forward. I uh, learned a lot from that, what happened
1: in the past. And uh, Brian, you've talked about developing local players. There's also been some talented players based offshore that have been a part of the, the squad in recent years, such as Lossi Filippo here in New Zealand, has um, been scoring a lot of tries locally, and he, of course, is a former Samoa under-20s captain, and he played on the World Series earlier this year. Would players like him come into consideration if a World Series is resumed? Offshore players?
2: Oh yes, of of course. Um, You know, the opportunity is still open for overseas players. Players like Alusian and Amanda and all those current players, they're still uh, in the squad. So because of the moment, uh, there's a COVID-19 in New Zealand, so it's hard for them to come back to Samoa and play the seventh tournament here, but Still consider
0: them to come and play for Samoa. Samoa Men's Sevens coach Mulianga Tele Brian Lima. The Niggles never truly go away, but Fijian winger Patrick Osborne is confident his legs still have a few miles left in them. The former Canterbury Chiefs and Highlanders flyer will line up for Waikato in this year's Maitre Cup provincial competition after recovering from a knee operation during the COVID 19 lockdown. The server flyer began the year on the other side of the world, but he told Vinnie Wiley he's happy to be back in New Zealand after a frustrating time with injuries.
4: Oh, I was, I was in uh, England um, with uh, Leicester, and uh, yes, my, my knee didn't quite agree with the weather, weather and then, uh, then I sort of got back just in time to get surgery, and then lockdown happened, so I was Pretty happy that I was back in the country when lockdown happened.
1: So, yeah. So, so you've been based in up in Hamilton since you came back, pretty pretty much.
4: Um, I, I went down to Christchurch. Christchurch is home, so um, did my rehab there, and then um, played for uh, University uh, Can- Canterbury University down there that's my club, and um, and then uh, yeah, sort of signed with. Waikato, and then come up about five weeks ago, joined Fraser Tech, and uh, yeah, standing here now.
1: <laughs> and and uh, do you still feel like you've got something to prove uh, at, at this sort of level? Obviously, you're very experienced. You know, you played for Canterbury, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, um, yeah, what what are you hoping to achieve with uh, Waikato this year? I'm,
4: I'm looking to be like a, a sort of leader because of my experience and stuff. Um, to the young boys, we have quite a young squad. Um, and also it's a good chance to see um, where I'm at with, uh, you know, with with the minor 10 being filled with all blacks and stuff. Um, it's a good level sort of player. And uh, yeah, just take it game by game, week by week, um, see how, how the body holds up. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah you, you probably feel a little bit old at 33, but when you've got the likes of Liam and then Adam Thompson coming back, you must feel a bit young perhaps.
2: Yeah,
4: it was it was um, it was a relief to have uh, uh, Liam and um, Adam in the team because I'm not the oldest, so it was uh, yeah good to have somebody else there the boys have to look up to.
1: You've touched on the fact that the minor 10's going to have a lot of All Blacks and a lot of sort of senior players again must be exciting. And you know, it's been a number of years since New Zealand's you know, provincial competition has sort of had the top players around. Uh, Is that something that's, you know, created a bit more of a buzz in terms of uh, training and, you know, expectation for this tournament?
4: Yeah, I guess um, that's that's been the talk. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm just excited to to actually have, like, full squad, um, you know, like, full strength squad for us and then um, going against other All Blacks and um, ex-All Blacks as well with Julian and uh, and, uh, the other boys coming in. yeah just excited to to play and just get get it started
1: and for you yourself, do you expect to be on the wing in midfield or whatever the coach says where where do you think you'll end up playing
4: oh i'm happy to to just jump on the wing and uh, see how see how that goes if I have to move in i move in i'm just happy to play if i if I get the chance yeah
1: in terms of uh, fiji you played uh, last year prior to the World cup. Um, do, you, do you still have any ambitions for the Flying Fijians, or does that feel kind of far away at this point with COVID and all that sort of stuff? Oh,
4: I'm not too, I'm not too um, fast on that uh, actually, because you know Fiji has a lot of young young boys coming through, and uh, or oh, if they need my help, um, I'll be happy to to jump in but we'll cross that bridge when if we come to it
1: <laughs> indeed what do you what, what do you reckon of the appointment of um Vern cotter uh, with with fiji that's a, a pretty high profile appointment that'd be pretty exciting for the for the team there
4: yeah i'm uh, i'm excited for the boys and uh you know i've, I've heard so much about this coach and uh, be good to see where they go
1: indeed and so now now that you've had a bit of time to recuperate the the legs are feeling
0: good
4: Yeah, I've had my my share of niggles along the way, Um, but uh, they're they're holding up, they're holding up.
0: (laughs) Fijian winger Patrick Osborne speaking with RNZ Pacific sports reporter Vinnie Wiley. And that's the World in Sport for this week. For more, head to our website rnzi.com.